Hey besties, it's Tina, Karen, and Jules here. Tools down, time to chat work, life, well-being, and relationships. You're listening to Let's, Let's Take, Take It, it Offline. Off Welcome back to the second part of 20 Lessons from My 20s. So just to recap, Karen here, I've just turned 30 and I've been very reflective. <laughs> <laughs> and the first two parts we talked about personal lessons and career lessons now this part we're going to talk about finance and love and relationships the first one which is lesson number 11 on finance is that money doesn't buy you happiness but it buys you a lifestyle and options (laughs) (laughs) the more money that you have the more options you have and definitely lifestyle and lifestyle creep Mm. so yeah that's what i learned in my 20s is that that's what money really buys you i Mm. feel like i didn't have any money in my 20s i feel like oh because i was i was that's because it bought your lifestyle yeah it did but i i feel like i spent it my cash flow was really poor that was for sure like i made i don't know 300 dollars, you know waitressing per week and that would go on like drinks alcohol (laughs) the pub you know you you go to a uni class and then you go meet your friends at the pub and you just drink and then it was all gone but i wouldn't be able to function that way Mm. now if i went out with 300 dollars and that was it yeah (laughs) one thing as well i wish i learned much earlier in my 20s is there's a difference between money and wealth yeah like money is just cash right but wealth is different like Yes, like you can use money to buy a lifestyle, but the earlier that you start to think about wealth and, you know, accumulating assets um, that will give you long-term wealth, I think that's that was the turning point. I think that was um, rich, dad, rich Dads, Poor Dads yes. that sort of gave me that thinking. Yeah. It took me a while though to like completely change and shift it how I think about money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it does help when you get a bit older and you get paid a bit more. Yeah, it does. But I would say one <laughs> other lesson as part of all of this is that to be really, really mindful of lifestyle creep. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that is something that yeah. I learned a lot after moving out is that all of a sudden you want a specific (laughs) level of lifestyle you want that nice piece of furniture or you want to eat out at that restaurant Mm -hmm. or you want to buy that new yeah (laughs) (laughs) lifestyle creep is really real so definitely don't live above your means especially on tina's point around if you want to accumulate wealth Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and like some of the materialistic stuff like cars and and things like that like it's very easy to get into that um, that mindset of like, oh, like I can I can reward myself with a car or like, yeah. you know, I want to look a certain way, want people to perceive me a certain way. But um, generally, like this is one advice that someone or like I can't remember if I watched it on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, whatever. But if you can't afford something twice over, don't buy it. Mm. Or like also the other thing is I've learned that if I am thinking about purchasing this item like for a whole month, mm. then maybe that's when I really, really want yeah. it. 
Like yeah. that rice cooker that I keep harping <laughs> about. <laughs> I actually need a new rice cooker so, and I've been thinking about it. <laughs> but you know what? That's so true. Like I recently bought a, a nice handbag for work, yeah. which I have been thinking about thinking about for like, because I remember like when I was in Europe with you, Karen, we went into some of the shops and I looked at some of the items and I was like, okay, I'm going to sit on it. Yeah. And then I sat on it for another six months. I'm like, okay, like this is definitely worth investment. Yeah, you yeah, really I, want it. I don't really go out on a whim to just buy things yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and the thing as well is like the more you buy like the more you have to maintain <laughs> and the more you have to like pay for the maintenance yeah like if you have a nice car the cost to like cover it with insurance yeah and if you have any parts are falling apart or not working like it's just headache yeah or if you're like you know getting your nails done every second week and your eyelash extensions <laughs> done every two weeks as well Jules feel like this is a personal attack you know what this is a is this an attack on Jules day or I've actually as you know have had to give up a lot of that because I'm like okay I can't buy a house and also get my nails done and my eyelashes done every second week so I had to cut it so then I found ways to obviously still have nice nails and all that sort of stuff but it's it's now just well how does that fit within my budget Mm. what are the things that I can cull and cut within my lifestyle that means that I have still a much better lifestyle later down the track so there's more of a long-term goal perspective versus I want it now impulse and I want to look good whatever it is Mm. yeah I think your perspective changes as you do get older because you're thriving to meet those you know long-term goals that you've set for yourself Yeah. yeah I agree I would say though that like um in terms of lifestyle creep, I did make a decision that I wanted to move out on my own. And I knew that that would be probably double what I was paying sharing a flat. Mm-hmm. But that was a conscious decision that I that I made at the time. But I time bound it. Like, mm. I'm going to do this for a year and see how it is. And I had to, like, redo all my budgeting to make sure that that happened. But if you do have that, like, lifestyle creep that you want to do just be sure that like tina said you can afford it twice over you can actually afford it and not go into a cycle of like yeah debt. yeah and to that point as well not meant to like give any financial advice because who i am <laughs> i know nothing about finance but invest early because compound interest is a real thing like if you can just put away a couple of hundred dollars even every month to like put in like an ETF or some like yeah. very stable stocks um, over time that would do a lot of good for you it's not about unless you're very well trained and you're well versed and we know friends who are you know who do this on a regular basis and they pick and choose all the stocks that you know might give them like the highest gains the shortest amount of time if you don't have that kind of knowledge and I, do, I don't I don't think in like the three of us are not like finance whiz but try just like the more time you have in the market, mm. the better. Not tam- not timing the market. So you don't try to like buy at a dip or whatever. But yeah. just the longer you are in the market over long term, that will always accumulate. Yeah. And, and over, I, I remember speaking to a financial advisor like 10 years ago and he showed me this chart. It's like what you want to invest, you don't want to look at for the next 10 years. So you don't want to think about, oh, would that, you know that might dip tomorrow that might spike whatever over the long term it always goes um trending up yeah yeah so point number 12 is to um invest in assets mm-hmm. i build wealth through assets yeah and, and i wish i wish i 
bought property when I was a lot younger because I had that mentality of I don't want a big loan no you know and then I'm going to spend the rest of my life paying 25 30 years paying for it but now I'm obviously regretting that decision I think that's still a very valid valid way of thinking because a lot of people don't want to get into 30 years worth of debt right Mm. and it's about financial freedom like don't take on loans or debts that you that you don't think you can service and definitely like just think about the kind of lifestyle that you want and how assets will help with that because some people might decide that renting is better for them yeah, yeah. well there's always good debt and bad debt right yeah and and how you perceive it and what your strategy is but one of the other key tips and i certainly got sucked into this when i was a uni student i had I don't know, three, four, maybe five credit cards, which was insane because I would do a balance transfer (laughs) as well. And I had no idea what I was doing. But I know it's crazy, right? So look, you live and you learn. And now I've been through that. And now I'm very careful with my credit card. I'm very mindful. I know that there's a rippling effect with credit cards because it's your credit history. It affects you getting a loan. It affects you when you pay the bills or even when you connect in the internet. They want people with a good credit rating. Mm. Lesson is don't do what I did and take four or five credit cards. Learn to say no and don't live above (laughs) your means essentially. But yeah, yeah, don't get sucked into what the banks do because they genuinely do target you at that stage because you're in that frivolous Mm. mindset and stage of wanting to spend and then you end up kind of getting tied down to those banks because you're having to make repayments that are completely above your means. And um, one thing that I um, I started doing as well is setting like a monthly reminder to pay any credit card debts. Like I don't, I've only got one credit card and I don't really use it much, but occasionally I'll put like a few items on there just to get like the points or whatever. And sometimes I would forget to pay, uh. um, to transfer money into the credit card mm. account before the, the cutoff and then I'll get charged for like a, a late payment fee. Um, which is so silly. I, yeah, right? I actually, um, on my one, banks now allow you to automatically debit yeah. from an account. So mm. that's what that's what I do. Yeah. I use it as my, my like um, cash flow, my day-to-day. Everything yeah. goes through the credit card because I'm using it as a strategy to rack up points to travel. Yeah. So I just pay it off every single month, mm. the whole thing. And then it's literally everything else goes on there. So whatever yeah. my pay is will go towards paying off that credit card and then i just using it to mm. rake up all that's the a points. Good, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, everyone's got a different strategy when it comes to using credit cards, but just make sure that you have one and you actually pay it off and there's a reason why you have one. If you don't need one, then maybe yeah. it's a good way to get rid of it as yeah. well. Mm. So number 14, this is something that I'm super, super, super passionate about mm. and I can't advocate for it highly enough so this is probably more towards your late 20s but the sooner you can just start building a team of experts around you and we were joking about this but think about your like how you run your life right it's kind of like having a board of directors yes (laughs) on your live board (laughs) so you've got like a um so you might get like a financial advisor you might have a mortgage broker that you can always go back to and work with every time that you need to refinance or you know maybe buy a new property and then tax accountants who know you know your history and can provide really solid advice like it might take a few times so you might have to try a few different people to get there but in general outsource the things that you don't have expertise in so you can focus on doing 
your you know day-to-day job and just not have to and just have that peace of mind that you've got all the best advice and all the best you know people around you support you and yes there will be a fee attached to all of the services but think about like you get what you pay for i guess in terms of services and like the long-term savings or whatever you, you can make out of that is much more than what you're paying yeah so on this point i have been talking to some of my friends a lot about this like having your own board of directors so i have a friend who's actually a private banker Mm. and he's told me like the ultra rich pretty much have this system Mm. in place their own board of directors (laughs) and they'll make sure that they're like their banker their accountant or Mm -hmm. their like financial advisor or mortgage broker is like they have a really good relationship with them. That's so funny. But that's yeah. also because they have money to pay them. Probably Correct. But that is too. a learning <laughs> yeah. that you can take from those that know what they're doing, yeah. right? But I, um, that's so funny that your friends say that because I learned this from Billions, a TV show. Oh, yeah. there we go. And <laughs> they're like, you know, like the, the characters like the, the ultra rich. <laughs> 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 they're like ultra rich, right? And they have really good people who can give like soundly good advice, um, tax money, advice so yeah you can start building that and it, it might like when you're younger you might not have the the money to pay someone who is premium but maybe talk to friends who are in the finance career track or like talk to a friend who's an accountant and get advice from them right i i learned this from my partner and i didn't have the luxury of having a lot of good mentors when i was younger mm. and i probably have um probably more mentors now in my 30s or i seek them out more yeah whereas when i was younger i was just living life didn't care but if i again had my time again i probably would have surrounded myself with all of the right people learn all those skills from either friends or family members or even and being a lot more curious as opposed to living life the way that i did where mm. i was very much a frivolous 20 year old mm. just kind of like yeah i'm gonna go with the wind and do that and sure yeah. I didn't sit and think mm. about what my life would be later on because yeah. mm. I was in that enjoyment phase. Wow. Yeah. That is in itself a different lesson to learn. Like That's sometimes how you've met Tina and I. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to sit and think and yes. reflect and plan you know even even in your 20s yeah i agree i think it's because it's something that they don't teach you at school no No. they only teach you how to be good academics and and how to get the career path going but they don't teach you about life that's the thing like we were Mm. trained to be very good workers Mm. but we didn't get taught about emotional intelligence we Mm. get and didn't get taught about how to manage your financial estates yeah, so I think I think it's different for, gap. for all three of us too, right? Because all three of us have Asian heritage, and it's not—I don't think it's a focus for Asian families because what they seem to care about is more the academic side of things is a focus. But then it's like life lesson: just kind of go your thing, do your thing. As long as you've got a good job, and let's say let's use doctor as an example, as long as you're a doctor everything will work out for you but that's not that's not (laughs) what life is right i don't i think it definitely depends on the family it definitely depends on the family but what i see as a common theme with a lot of asian families is they put a lot of emphasis on your career as opposed to everything else yeah yeah Yeah, this takes us on to our next segment 
now it's all about what we learned in our 20s all about love and oh god uh, <laughs> it makes me it makes me sigh a little bit because i don't even want to think about this but i've said this in our modern love episode and i stand by this i guess tip is never settle because when you're in your 20s like i meet people and and kudos to those who have high school sweethearts yeah kudos to those but i feel like if you don't have a high school sweetheart date as many people as you can don't worry too much about being female and having to have babies because every single person you date you learn a little bit about yourself you learn a little bit about life you learn about what you like what you want what you don't like Mm. and then when you go and find that person that you really care for everything falls into place yeah yeah but also, I would also caveat that to say, um, date a lot of people, but set boundaries for yourself mm. because it's very easy um, to maybe like get, know, lost. Maybe get lost in that. And like, you know, there's a whole thing about you need to figure out your relationship um, with your body, sex, what that means to be sexually involved with someone, because especially for, for females, it triggers also hormones in you. It's all good and well if you want to have casual sex with people, but at the same time, just be mindful of what that might mean for your own body and your, you know, like physical, emotional states. Mm. And also the other thing is, yes, date a lot of people, but make up your mind quickly and move on. Um, the worst thing that you can do is to kind of like be in that state where you like can't make up your mind about someone and then next thing you know you're already too involved and you can't like get out of a situation or like this is fr- this so is hard. fresh for her so, you know, it's still it's still Thanks. resonating <laughs> but yeah. she's not in her 20s anymore so it's yeah. a little bit different it's really interesting because like I have heard many a times that like those that didn't settle and eventually found someone in their like 30s mid to late 30s they get married really quickly like mm, within yes. like a year because you know what you want because you know yeah. what you want which is so interesting it's like and listen to your intuition yeah listen to your intuition <laughs> yeah. and like jules you said like we have the option of doing yeah. egg freezing now or oh, totally so we don't have to worry as much about timing of children yeah and it's not a burden to be like oh my god okay i'm gonna be th- I'm, I'm 32 i'm 33 i need to have babies soon it's a case of no find the right person that's for you and you're for them figure that 100%. out 100 percent. yeah figure that out first <laughs> and like i i know that a lot of people in their 20s that stay with a partner because and they're in a toxic relationship but yeah. they just stay with them because of the timing they've been together mm. oh we've been together 10 years yeah. ago so it's toxic why stay there get out go learn about yourself go travel the world and enjoy and you might meet like i don't know some hot italian guy overseas and end up moving over there like you hear so many stories about people doing that yeah so just just live life really yeah 100 so yeah um lesson number 16 is in a similar vein is to not let breakups ruin your life and Mm. in in a couple of ways it's like don't let it really um let it necessarily overtake your feeling of self-worth and your confidence and also the other thing is to get help and therapy if you really need it like that is probably one of the things i wish i did is i think i like mulled over 
like a past breakup for too long mm-hmm. and I didn't realize I needed actually help mm-hmm. and I wish I had gotten like therapy like way earlier mm-hmm. yeah. to help get through it and I think I would have gotten through it a lot faster mm. than I did but like also don't get hung up on someone like if it was the end of a season for you there's or a reason for there, it there's a reason for yeah. it like don't like necessarily feel like that is the only option you have in life oh, like yeah. there are plenty of fish in the ocean <laughs> the, the world the, the, is your oyster the world again. is your oyster <laughs> <laughs> well i um i saw a video on tiktok yes tiktok again <laughs> but it was beautiful so this guy was saying imagine if your person is showing up in a year's time what would you do if you know for sure 100 percent that person's gonna show up in a year's time what would you do right now from now to then right mm. so that kind of reveals a lot about regardless of the situation um so like the relationship situation what would i do to fulfill all my needs like would i go out and like enjoy beautiful times with my family my friends would i pursue my dreams change my jobs moving overseas mm. um or would i just sit there and wait for that person to come and just waste like a whole year of my life you know you're not rapunzel i think i said this before as well you're not rapunzel they're not just gonna <laughs> calm <come> down to <laughs> <you>. <laughs> so yeah like definitely and yeah, like relationship is one part of your life, but then there's so many other things like mm. your career, your hobbies, your friends, your family. Um, and like you, like you definitely need a healthy relationship yeah. to, to have a fulfill exactly. life, fulfilling life. But there are so many other things. Yeah. And yeah. like this person that you break up with, they're in the past. So leave you, them there. And yeah, leave them there. Exactly. Like if you're focusing on the past, you're missing out on the present. And you'll forgo like really like that's I kinda- feel a little personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder if Tina's feeling personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm love so and light love. and yes. thank them for all that they did for you and the time that you shared. But at the same time, like you know, um, you are at like that point now where you have to go different paths, yeah. and so it's good for you and it's good for them to kind of leave that behind and move on i I do think that there's a grieving period yeah so you grieve but don't grieve forever depends (laughs) if how emotionally attached you are that's number one number two don't dwell because everyone's lives go on if you're the only one dwelling think about the other person are they dwelling probably not Um, they're probably probably out there you know talking to another girl who knows anyway Tina's probably feeling personally attacked again it's not about you (laughs) well Um, anyway so looking forward then um (laughs) if you start dating someone right this is tip number 17 if you start talking to someone, having a crush on someone, you're like, oh, I wonder if they like me or not, then that means that they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> because if if a girl or guy likes you, you know, you won't be confused. You what know? if it's early and you're still like... Testing the water. You know, you're still yeah. trying to rub shoulders a little bit. So uh, Yeah, but then... But then you will stop... Like, you won't be confused still, you know? like, I, it's the, like I feel like if you want something enough, you will show intention also wanting something but also being ready for something as well right like if someone is right and ready for you and they like you you would know i think it's situational because it depends on whether you have like this let's say i don't know one long-term friend as an example they've always been in your life and then suddenly you thought oh and it would never go there but now but, I'm going there. but yeah. the moment that that clicks over you notice a difference yeah i think what yeah, definitely Tina's referring a to is like there's a there's an intensity there that's yes. 
like you know like they want to spend time with you they will ask you out they will message you and you won't be left like thinking oh like I haven't heard from them for like a week then that means that maybe they're into you but they're not ready I think that's in general and and if life is short if you feel like you're already struggling this much and you're not even together yet then maybe they're not the right person <laughs> for you oh look I, I get where you're going with that and that's probably more of a like like a little dating tip in a way too right is yeah. even when you're swiping left or right if they if they don't respond to you for a week see ya yeah. <laughs> like why didn't why did you not respond <laughs> i won't even remember who i swapped last week <laughs> That's a, that's a separate conversation and a separate problem. <laughs> well, I'm not that I'm on the dating apps, but, you know, like a week is a long time in a dating app world. Um, and then the next thing, number 18, is um, to be upfront about what you want out of a relationship. So I think in your 20s, there'll be a period of time where you would just go along and have a lot of fun with whoever, um, as long as there's a vibe and you generally feel like there's a connection with them. But at some point, when you have made up your mind about what you want to do with your life, whether career, whether it's family, whether it's you know having kids, and then you start to date someone, then just make sure that you're upfront. Um, so you set the right expectations. So if you want to say, for example, move overseas in a year, you should tell them. Also, if you want, if you know deep down inside that you want children, then why beat around the bush? Just let them know that I want to have children. If you don't want to have children, I don't think it's going to work. Maybe not on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not on the first, yeah. not a first day conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with that. Don't play games. Mind games are not good if you're actually into that person. So yeah, those are the lessons about love. And then the last two to round it out are lessons on that I've learned about relationships. And number 19 for me is one of my favorites. And what, mm. and, and what I learned much more in my later 20s is that friends are amazing. Real friends are amazing. Aww. So make sure you surround yourself with people who want you around for you not because they want something from you or to serve you (laughs) i love that because i think if i think about the types of friends that have come into my life over the years Mm. i definitely have culled some yeah Mm. purely because it's not about i guess serve serve is probably the wrong word Mm -hmm. it's more so you're at a different stage of your life where that particular person isn't suited to your lifestyle and how you are as a person anymore. Mm. And so you change as a person, you grow, and that person might still be back in high school days or university days and you maybe have moved on from Mm. that phase of your life. Yeah. And that person's still the same as an example, right? We all go through that period where we want to surround ourselves with the right people. Yes. In the right state of mind. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. At the right time. Exactly. Friends for a reason, friends for a season and friends for a lifetime. But I also think in my 20s, I used to have very um, boxed ideas as to what friendships might look like. Mm. Um, And I think I was very used to being friends with like people who are my peers. Yeah. But in my 30s, I actually started making friends with like people who are a lot older like through just you know activities like I I made a really good friend out of um, a 60-year-old marine biologist that we yeah we go surfing together in a group and 
he is the most like wise and kind and um, beautiful person ever. And he said to me one time, like, you know, um, I want to leave um, the world a better place than I found it. Yeah. And oh. I just thought that's such such a beautiful thing. It makes me emotional still to think about it. Mm. Um, and like, just don't let like age or, you know, like someone's how they look to affect or like potentially stop you from being friends with yeah. them because you'd be so surprised I agree. what you learn out of it yeah and friends like really help with like recovering from heartbreak help you lift you up when you're at your lowest um real friends that really do that and i think when you're younger you hang out with a lot of people that you can have fun with yeah they look <clears throat> cool they're cool yeah yeah, yeah. um very image related but as you get older, you realize who are the ones that stick around during the hard times. Yeah. Mm. And last but yeah, not least. last one. And I learned this very late in my 20s as a reflect back. And this one is relating to parents. And that the point is that your parents are just trying their best. Like, don't hate them forever. And don't hate them forever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just think back to it and I'm like, my mom had me at my age right now mm. and I'm thinking about how I am at my age <laughs> and what I would be like having a baby and they're also just figuring out life still. Yeah. So I'm a lot more easier on them as a result. I think no one tells you how to be a mom because mm. there's so many, everyone's got their own style. Or parent, dad. Or, or parent, exactly. Um, my mom actually had me when she was 19 wow. in a refugee camp. Like, Jeez. it's bananas to think that if I was 19 to have a baby in Australia, that's just the start of university and yeah. still figuring life out. So there's no way I would have had a baby at 19, right? But I, I, I think back now and, and, you know, they do do their best with what they know. Yeah. yeah. And we learn from it and we can take that and do better because yeah. we've got – we're, you know we've got education mm. my parents didn't really have much of an education in asia mm. so i can take what i've learned now and hopefully what they've taught me and and make it my own yeah right and and i think we're all very lucky to have like healthy parents yes. and you know like they're all here with us i think you know they're also families where there's a lot of like complicated you know family mm. situation generational traumas um, and yes, like as much as you can identify the ways that your parents didn't do well when they when it comes to parenting you, but it's also now your responsibility to break that generational traumas and patterns mm. for your own children in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's very easy to go into that like headspace of like blaming your parents for all the things they didn't do for you. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, a hundred percent. Like they were also trying to figure things out. They're just trying to do their best. <laughs> and they're still trying to figure things out. Yes. So give them a chance. And, you know, at some point in your life, I think you would definitely... Um, think about this time with your parents and think well I really wish I sat down with them and asked them all these questions about like you know their life lessons or how they did certain things yeah I'm a little bit emotional thinking about even (laughs) yeah Yeah. and I think time is going to be limited with them the older you get so really cherish that with them so yeah thank you for listening this far Uh, 20 lessons from our 20s Uh, We hope you enjoyed the episode. So leave a comment, like, and subscribe. And you've been listening to Let's Let's Take Take It It Offline.
Thank <laughs> you.